This is Trades, Tools, and Talks, a podcast powered by Simpro. I'm your host, Carly Huckles. It's time to say goodbye to tedious data entry tasks and reclaim your valuable time. You can effortlessly automate manual data entry with Simpro's data feed to get time back into your day. In this episode, we're going to learn more about it. Let's dig in. Hi, everybody, and welcome to an on-demand webinar on data feed. My name's Benita Reck. I'm a product marketing specialist here at Simpro. And joining me today, I've got Jodie Honan, who is the product manager for DataFeed. Hi, Benita. So on the agenda today, we will be discussing what is DataFeed? Who is DataFeed for? We'll be doing a in-depth demo of DataFeed and how to create a receipt for a PO. And we'll also look at what's new in DataFeed. So what is DataFeed? DataFeed is an add-on that can be purchased and added to an existing Simpro Premium build. It's a data automation tool that can help eliminate or reduce the need for manual data entry tasks. And what's really great about DataFeed is that once it's set up, it automatically scans and extracts information from emails and attachments, such as PDFs, CSV files, scanned and image files, and it enters that desired information into Simpro Premium through things called feeds. This is especially helpful when automating tasks such as receiving a PO, creating a new job, creating a lead, updating a new job, creating a new quote, update an existing quote, receive a packing slip, or creating a new task. When you set up your feeds, you can tell DataFeed what information you want it to extract, and it'll store those settings and continue to perform this task around the clock. So, Jody. What is a feed? A single feed is similar to a rule in your emails. Importantly, one feed can only contain one rule or connection between data and its corresponding action in Simpro Premium. For example, a specific supplier invoice feed has been mapped exactly to suit that supplier, so that equals one feed. A second supplier with a different PDF invoice layout will equal another feed. Therefore, this customer will need two feeds in total. Great. So let's jump into a quick demonstration where Jody will show how to receipt a PO. Take it away, Jody. To begin setting up your own feeds, please ensure that you have your data feed admin settings enabled in your security group permissions. Once these are enabled, you can access data feed via the utilities menu and then data feed. With the admin function enabled in your permissions group, you will now have access to the feeds tab where you will be able to go in, start creating your own feeds or modify any existing feeds that you have. To create a new feed, simply click on the create feed button, create a new feed and select from the list of feed types available for you. Today for our demonstration, we'll be creating a receipt a purchase order feed where this will allow you to upload your supplier invoice or have it emailed directly into the feeds and then have this process to receipt your purchase order. Firstly, click on the receipt a purchase order feed type. If you have a multi-company build, select your, multi -com your company name then enter in your feed name. If you would like to receive email notifications, simply enter in the email address you wish the notification to be sent to. If you'd like to send to multiple people, just comma separate the email addresses. 
if you would like to only send for feeds that fail to be processing, just simply select this little tick box here. This way it will stop you from getting emails from every time a feed has been successfully processed and you'll only receive the email for feeds that have not been able to be processed. If you're receiving processing an email, which, which will have your PDF attachment in there, so leave this attachment type as any attachments and that will allow you to process any attachment type or extract data from any attachment type that is included in your email. If you know you're only processing from a particular file type, like today we just we know we're getting the data solely from a PDF, I'm just going to select PDF here. While you're testing your feed setup, you can just use interactive mode. Once you're happy that your feed is processed and all the data extracted is correct, you can update this to production mode and that will process all of your feeds automatically once they're received into the, your emails and assign. Once you've got your feed details set up, click on the next button. The next page is uploading your document or selecting the file you're going to be extracting the data from. Because I know I'm only extracting from a PDF file and I've already uploaded my document via the Documents tab, I can just select on the list and that will show me all the current PDFs that are uploaded that have not yet been processed. If you haven't uploaded your file, simply click here and you'll be able to select your file from your computer. Well, today we're going to process a Bunnings invoice. So once your invoice is uploaded, you'll be able to see an example copy of the invoice. If it's not correct, simply click on the remove button and that will allow you to upload your file again. Once you're happy your file is correct, click on the next button. The next page is selecting your mailbox. So your mailbox is used, it's a unique email address that you can either set up auto forwarding rules to for your suppliers, or you can also send this email address directly to your supplier and they can email the supplier invoices directly to this and that will go through and process the feed without any auto forwarding rules. If you just want a one-to-one -one basis for every feed, so one mailbox for every feed that you create, you can just click on this box here. Just enter a name for the mailbox so it's easy for you to find in your mailbox list. If you are receiving from an email and you're going to be using the same mailbox for multiple feeds, please ensure that you set up email matching rules. You can use a number of different options here to select this and then you just enter in if you're using the subject line, so the text contained in the subject line and you know it, the text is going to include Bunnings, you can just enter that in there. And when the feed gets processed to the mailbox, it will first look to see if the Bunnings is included in the subject line and then it will know to use this particular feed to process this invoice. If you're using another feeds mailbox, so using the, an existing mailbox that may be applied to multiple different feeds, just select the mailbox from the list here. Scroll to the bottom and again you'll see the, the advanced filters. If you click on that, it will show you any other feeds that are actually using that particular mailbox. So you know not to reuse the same text for the email matching rules. The fixed data page, this will allow you to predefine your vendor name that will be applied for this particular feed. If you're using accounting categories, you can apply your accounting category here. 
Also, if you're using, if you know you're going to be extracting freight from the supplier invoice, you will need to select a freight tax code in this field here for the freight to be extracted. If this isn't selected here and you're extracting freight, the freight won't be applied to your receipt. And any information selected in the fixed data page, regardless of the fee type, once you get to your data extraction settings, you won't be able to apply, you won't be able to extract that same data again. It will. This will be the source of truth for the feed. Next is our business rule. So this is pretty vital in setting up a feed. So this is what your business processes are going to be pretty much. So. If you hover over the business rules, I'll give you a little explanation as to what each of them do when they're enabled and disabled. So each feed type has got their own list of business rules, and that will be specific to how your business operates. For our example today, we're going to enable um, this one here. So if the purchase order doesn't exist, we're going to create one. If there's an item on the invoice that's not on the purchase order, we're going to add it. And if we find an item on the invoice that doesn't exist in the catalog, we're also going to create it. And the last page in the wizard setup is just selecting the amount and date formats. If you're extracting dates from your document, you just need to make sure that the date format here matches the date format that is listed on your document. And the same with sending in email notifications. Once you're happy with all of that, you can click the finish button. And as we've been setting all of our feed configuration up, the natural language processing has gone through our Bunning Supply Invoice and it has gone and it has found what it believes to be up to the top for options for each of the data extraction fields. It's not, it will try and extract out as much information as it possibly can back based on the word formatting and stuff that we've created and then that's been saved from previous data extraction and feed processing. So you can see here with our vendor name we've already applied it in the fixed data so we can't extract that one again so that gets ignored. Invoice number here so you just got to have a look at the options and then choose which one best matches the information you want to extract. So we know this is our invoice number here and we know this is the correct field here. So we can just select that one there because it's already available and click save. If any of them don't quite match what you've got on your document, you still have the option to manually update the data. For example, um, or if it hasn't extracted the data, you can just click on the field, go to our data source, which we know is the PDF attachment, create the instruction. There are different options to what the approach will be. In most cases, you're right to use the before and afterwards. So here we need to get out our invoice date. So we want to use invoice date as a before word. The before word will extract anything that's after that word. So your before word is the information that is before the text that you want to extract. So we're going to put in invoice date here and just be mindful that it is case sensitive and it has the word formatting, the text forming has to match what's actually listed on the document you're extracting the data from. Once you've entered in that, you can click on the test extraction button and you can see here we've got three options and just select the first available option that matches with what's on your document. So you just go through each of the data extractions. We've got our order number field here now. Yep, so that matches correctly. So we can select that. It doesn't automatically extract the items table. So to extract the items, you just need to do that manually yourself. 
table extraction options are simple extraction and the advanced extraction. The simple extraction is when you just you're only getting a one-page PDF from your supplier every single time, and their header row is just a nice, simple, straight line of text. There's no multiple rows, there's no empty columns, and in that case, you just put down how many columns you've got, the information in the first column, and the information in the last column. But for today's example, we're going to use the advanced extraction. So the advanced extraction is good to be used when you've got a column header like this, where you've got your information spread across multiple rows in your column header, and you know that your invoices may go across multiple pages. Yep. So first of all, we want to go through and we want to draw a box around what we know is our column headers. So you click on the draw box button, click at the top left and the bottom. You only need single clicks for here. You don't need to double click or anything and that will just draw a box around that field. And you'll see here all of the text that's included in that header information. Once you're happy with that, click on the next button and it's going to ask you to draw a box around text that is consistent in the PDF that signifies the end of the items table. So it may be on the first page, it may be on the last page, it just has to be consistent text that you know is, well data feed will know that okay you can stop extracting the items now because that is the end of the table. With our Bunnings invoice, I know that your subtotal fields are at the bottom of the table. So I can just draw a box around them. Again, click in the top left and bottom right. And it will again show you the text that will be populated in that field. Now it's asking you to just to draw the borders as to where each of your columns are. So just click on the draw borders box and you just want to do a single click where each of your borders are to break up your columns. If you happen to make a mistake, you can just go click the back button and you can redraw your borders. Once you're happy with your borders, just click on the run extraction button. And you can see here it's mapped out each of our columns through here. Doubled up on this one here because I have made a mistake, but I can just go back now and draw my borders again. So once you're happy with your borders, run the extraction and you can see here now it's gone and broken up all of my columns into where they should be. So now we just need to map the columns that need to be extracted. You don't need to map every single column. You can just leave the ones you don't need to be extracted as ignored. And just a little hint here, if you've got any columns that have got any discounts for your, from your supplier, it's best just to ignore them. You don't extract because we can't process any discounts. So it's best just to do the quantity and the item total price and it will calculate what the unit price is from there once the feed's processed. So now we can just go through, okay, we now our first column is our part number, our second column is our item description, third column is the quantity. We can ignore the unit, yeah, the unit price and the rate excluding discount and the discount and we can just use the amount excluding discount column here. HB94, this one here. So we can just map that as the item total price here. Then we can just go save. So this is just saying too that we are extracting the items excluding GST. So we can click save and you can see here is extracted out our items. Please be mindful too that data feed will only extract it. All of your item quantity description 
part number and pricing all have to be on a single row of, of data. You can't extract multiple rows. So once you're happy with that's all good, we can now go down and do the other fields. If there's freight, you can extract your freight. If there's any notes, you can extract your notes. If for some reason you know that GST rounding may be a little bit off with how data feed processes its invoices and or how the supplier invoices calculate their GST may slightly differ to how Simpro process their GST. So occasionally you may have those one and two cent discount variances, one and two cent variances between what your supplier invoice says and what your Simpro receipt says. You can then extract the invoice total. Now I know with the Bunnings invoices, they can vary between how we calculate the price and how Bunnings calculates the price. So you can just extract the invoice total out here. So we know that's correct and we can save that. The way data feed processes its invoices, it will add, it will calculate the invoice total just by adding up each of the row items. Having it calculated that way there to, and then it, that may differ to how Simpro processes the invoices. So it's, sometimes it's just best to extract the invoice total. You're not having any variances between what Simpro has and what the supplier invoice has. Once you're all happy with that, you can then go through and test processing your, your supplier invoice. So to test the process, you can just click on your documents tab, select the document that you've just set the feed up on, search for your feed name, and then click on the start processing button. In the log tab, it will show you how the feed's been processing. You can see it's adding all the items in here. The API logs might be visible to you. That's just an internal status so that if there's any errors and stuff, we know we can go in there and have a look to see how the API is actually processed the PDF or the document. So you can see it's succeeded. If you scroll down, you will see that it's created a new supplier invoice, which is our receipt. You can click directly on that link and it will go through and it will take you directly to the receipt that's being created. So you can see here in the notes, it's stating it was created by data feed. It's got all of our items from our supplier invoice. And you can see here because we have extracted the invoice total along with the items, there is a one cent GST rounding difference. So that just gets applied as a tax adjustment in the receipt. And it will also always attach a copy of your PDF document that was processed. And in the log, you can see that the purchase order has been created, items added and receipt created all by data feed. Thank you for watching our demonstration on setting up a receipt purchase order feed in data feed. Thanks so much for that demo, Jody. So let's discuss what's new in data feed. Okay, our latest releases over the past few months, we've included natural language processing feature, which is it focuses on enabling computers to understand, interpret, and generate human language. This feature allows data feed to automatically extract a number of data extraction options during the setup of your feeds. We've also now have the ability to create or modify your own feeds. Previously, you were required to go through our data feed support team to create or modify your feeds. However, with these new updates, you can now update or create your own feeds in your own time. We can now have the ability to process supplier credits. So the data feeds new credit receipt feed. This will allow you to process a supplier credit note and have the supplied to the applicable receipt in Simpro Premium. 
We also now have the ability to extract data from scanned or image files. This gives the customer the ability to use scanned documents and image, images and data feed will extract text from these images and this wasn't previously an option in data feed. And we also now have the ability to create individual customer cards. Previously, data feed only had the ability to create a company customer card, but with this improvement, data feed can now create individual customer cards. Awesome. Some great updates that have come through recently. So who is data feed for? Data feed is for any company that deals with manual data entry. It doesn't matter your size of the business or what industry you're in. Everybody tends to get logged down with tedious tasks that can be automated. So there are a number of key reasons why data feed can be suited for your business. Employee productivity. Data feed enables employees to spend more time on high value tasks and less time on the manual data entry into systems. So you can focus on improving that customer experience and getting information into Simpro Premium faster. There's also fast and accurate data entry. Data feed reduces the possibility for human error because it's an automated process. It's only extracting exactly what's on the document but you've also got the option to step in at any time if you feel like you need to review the process. By implementing an intelligent document processing program like Data Feed, you can accomplish hours of work in an instant. There's also direct cost savings. So Data Feed dramatically cuts the cost to process large volumes of data. It saves not only human resourcing, but also hours in the day. As you can see, we have over 770 customers around the world currently utilizing data feed and improving their workflows and company efficiencies. With over 38,000 tasks processed every month and over 2,000 hours saved, there's no reason why your business can't also take advantage of data automation. For more information on data feed, head to the website at simprogroup.com forward slash campaigns forward slash data feed or to learn more about setup and to get help with your feeds, contact customer support in your area or access the learning toolbox and help guide. Thanks so much for your time and we'll see you on the next on-demand webinar. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Trades, Tools and Talks, a podcast powered by Simpro. If you're looking to learn more about data feed, make sure you check out the link in this episode's description. I'm Carly Huckles. Talk to you next time.